Hello and welcome to today's Life Being In It podcast. My name is Teresa de Maupierre-Moore and today I'm going to be just taking a deep dive into the fundamental truth that love is at the core of all of us. It's what we live for. It's what we want. It's how we belong. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. So today I'm going to talk about be love and be loved. So this was a term or a quote that I penned several years ago because the truth of this just resonated with my way of being in the world. In my heart and in my deepest thoughts and spirit, I know this to be true. Every human being wants love and acceptance above all else. We want to be loved and accepted for exactly who we are. Nothing satisfies our heart, mind and soul more than knowing we are loved by someone else on this planet and that we don't have to do this journey alone. For many people in the world, there are seasons where we will be alone with our own self. If we love and accept ourselves as a person, we are able to not only survive, but flourish during those seasons of life. Love itself can be interpreted in so many ways, but when I'm talking about love in this context, I'm talking about something that is supernatural. It's a spiritual way of loving people. It's a way of accepting the truth of what is rather than what we want. So it's very much to do or or goes hand in hand with acceptance because sometimes what we want is not what we get. And so in that moment, we get to choose whether we're going to love that person or not. Sometimes we can love a person and their behavior hurts us. And then we get to choose what type of relationship we're going to have with them going forward. But the internal part of ourselves, that deep part within that nobody sees, that we know about ourselves when we're in those quiet times and we can analyse and go deep within ourselves and into our spirit person, we understand that everything there is love and acceptance. So in that part of ourselves the type of love that I'm talking about here is not just a feeling of you know nice moments and happiness it's more about that choice to not let myself down by allowing hate or you know to 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 dominate the way that I am going to deal with this situation I know that in each situation, I have the power to choose. I have the, the responsibility to let, the, let it go, to understand that I don't have control over everything that happens to me, but I do have control over what happens within me. And I don't want to be a person that operates out of a place of hatred, I don't want to reject myself. If I'm going to allow 
the purest part of myself to come forward, then I need to let go of things that are out of my control. So to put that into, you know, a human perspective, because we are living a human life, um, we're not all just spirit and floating around and, you know, wishful thinking. We have to deal with the human aspect of ourself. I have to do it every single day, as do you. In our humanness, we don't always straight away come to the place of love. There will be times when we need to process it. And so we will think about it and Hopefully we'll be looking at it not just from our perspective but from the perspective of somebody else, maybe what, how they could have seen our behaviour or responded to our behaviour and try to be compassionate in that response. But we might go through a process of being angry first. Our emotions are not our enemy. They're there to guide us. When we recognise that we're angry, when we recognise that really there isn't anything that we could have done differently, when we recognise that maybe we could have done it differently and we should apologise and take responsibility for our part in the situation, these are all maturity, this is all growth, this is all love, love for ourselves, understanding that we're not perfect, but also understanding that everyone that we deal with is also not perfect and we're all trying to do the very best that we can. Shakespeare famously asked, to be or not to be? That is the question. To love or not to love? That is the answer. Life being in it. In my own family of origin, I was not loved for exactly who I am. When you're in a family that can't see any goodness in you, the people around you who are supposed to love you the most in the world don't. You come from a place of deficit. I know this to be true because this is my story. I didn't know what love was, so I had to find out for myself the long, hard road Only when I was able to know and understand that God loved me for exactly who I was and how he created me unapologetically loves me. I was able then to learn to love myself and be able to give that love to others. It doesn't matter where we start from. But it does matter once we become aware that we are deficit or have deficits in certain areas in our life, we can go to work on those things and become better. So it becomes part of who we are, it becomes our character. As we become aware, we grow up become mature, we get older and we can see things clear, we become responsible for ourselves. All responsibility 
lies with us. We can't keep blaming outside influences. We have to take responsibility for who we are and create a life around us or a character within us that chooses to love and accept and to be kind. We can change the situation that we're in. One decision, a choice at a time in the direction we want to go. When we are downtrodden, rock bottom, or experiencing extreme sadness or depression, loneliness, misery, low self-esteem, there is only one way to go up. One way to go, should I say, and that's upwards. Whatever situation you are in now, you can change it over time by making the opposite decisions that got you to where you are now. So if you can trace back, and this is a great way in self-reflection, trace back to what you did and what you've been doing and how maybe it's a pattern in your life and you might need some help with this. But if you can trace back to what it was you did or you continued to do or a way in which you react that has been causing ongoing conflicts, then you just make the opposite decision. So if it's the way that you respond, you choose to respond a different way going forward to that same situation. That's the only way that we can change ourselves. So you can change your situation over time by making the opposite decisions that got you to where you are now. Your own limiting beliefs are keeping you captive, not your situation. So it's your lack of belief in yourself that you can change this. Your This is empowering. Like if, when you realize you actually are the only one that cares about your life, really cares about your life, that is empowering. Unsettling because we want other people to care about us. Of course we do. But the fact is no one can care about ourselves the way that we can. We have to love ourselves. And every other relationship, I believe, comes out of the relationship that we have with ourselves. And we're all a work in progress and nobody does this perfectly. I certainly don't. But I try and I want to. And so that makes me a person of intention that I go about my life purposefully. And I want to change parts of myself that I recognize need some work. So if you feel that you do need help with this situation, your situation, contact someone professional who is experienced or has had experience themselves in this area because I do believe that when you've had experiences like difficult experiences, someone who has been through it themselves can really, really help. So now I'm going to share fundamental principles for living your best life. So this is my idea. I don't know if someone else has ever done this before, but this is just the concept that I have come up with because I believe that our foundational place of being in life is that 
place of where we are living in agape love, that we understand that something greater than us has created us. So however you want to view God, but that there is a God that moves through our lives in a way that has unconditional love for ourselves, that he created us with unconditional love and that we are vessels that pass through that love to one another. And so depending on the people that you are sending your love to or being loving towards depends on whether they receive it or not. But ultimately, if everyone was living from this place of love and acceptance of themselves, who they are, the wonderfulness of who they are, and then understanding that that person whom we're having conflict with is also a wonderful human being at their core, though they're not showing me that right now, or they're not aware of that right now, that's okay. It might hurt a little bit, but that's just, you know, if we can look past that and realise we can't expect people to be the way that we are, but we don't have to sell ourselves short, short if we know the truth and we're living from that place of truth. Like I said, we don't always do it perfectly, but we can try. It's very, very easy to get caught up in the conscious ego mind and try to work out things. And I still do this. I'm very much an overthinker. I think this really helps me in my writing. It helps me in my communication. But it does cause distress for me at times. So if you are struggling with this, I think this is just the human experience but it comes down to the attitude to love regardless of the things that we personally are battling with within ourselves and the things that we are still working through with i think what's most important is that other people see that you're trying i would like people to think teresa really wants to do the right thing then someone is intentionally you know if i was someone intentionally trying to pull down others and make others feel bad about themselves i wouldn't feel okay with myself to be that kind of person but people can choose but you're never really going to be happy if you choose to be a person that pulls other people down judges them jealous of them um excludes them there's just something it just will never sit right so there becomes this little thing within within us that is it's not congruent with who we actually are it's not truthful it's not authentic people aren't looking for perfection in people they're just looking for a, a willing spirit and an open heart Anyway, so we'll go into this uh, way of these 
three concepts. So the the thing that we've just been talking about is loving and accepting ourselves, just for where we are right now. Everything that makes you, you, your uniqueness, your heart, your mind, the parts you consider bad may not be bad, but what others wanted you to believe about yourself. So we think, oh, I felt like I was a bad little girl, bad child. I look back and I go, oh, what problems did I really cause? None. I was just being myself and that was a problem. So I thought I was bad. I thought I was bad at school because I talked too much. Big deal. I'm still talking. (laughs) I'm still talking. Here I am talking. I love talking. So the question is, is that regardless of what people, labels people have tried to put on you, Do you accept yourself and go, yeah, okay, I'm all those things. Yeah, I talk too much. I don't listen as good as I should. But I try. I'm I'm trying to be a better person. I'm working on those things and I want to be better. And it's okay. I'm not going to reject myself because my listening can be, you know, especially in group situations, not the best, but I'm getting better. As I I get older, I'm, I'm starting to work it out. I think we all do over time, hey? So do you love and accept yourself? Your answer to this one question determines the direction of your whole life. So you might not go, oh, yes, okay, I'm going to love myself. It's going to be a process of actually digging up all that stuff that those words and labels and garbage that's come up at you for years and your response and reactions to it and making peace with that. Because I'm sure along the way you've made mistakes and you thought, hmm, the way I responded to my friend in that situation was very nasty. I'm going to need to go there and I'm going to apologise. I need to make it right. Whether she accepts my apology or not, I can't do anything about it. But I'm going to apologise because I need to do that. Because I need to know within myself that I tried, that I that I that did the right thing in this situation because we know what's right and we know what's truth within us. Love and accept others. So again, we're coming back to they aren't going to change for you. Those people are going to be who they're going to be. So I have a choice. Do I just hate them and reject them and judge them and criticize them and point out their faults? Or do I say they are who they are? This is where they are at the moment. Everyone has got the ability to change. This person chooses not to change in the moment. But I'm going to love them anyway. Or this person and I, we really gel We really connect on a spiritual level or we can really understand each other because of our past experiences and we really connect and I feel like I can talk to them about everything. It's easy to love those people, so easy to love them. You just want to be around them all the time because being around them, it's like you find someone who just agrees with you on so many issues. 
To love others is a choice. To be loving towards them is a choice. Surround yourself with others who love and accept you. So these are the three points, right? Love and accept yourself, love and accept others, and surround yourself with others who love and accept you. So what that means, and it's really important, is we must be able to walk away from any person who does not wish us well. We can walk away from them. We actually don't need to love them and stay. We can love them and walk away. This is a huge lesson for me. I realized that by walking away didn't mean I didn't love that person. It meant that I loved myself. So you can love someone else and still not want to be around them. I found that any time I've had to walk away from a relationship and my relationship with my mother being the hardest one that I've had to walk away from was for my benefit. I needed to preserve myself because being in a relationship with her had me questioning everything about myself that was wrong. I never felt accepted. I never felt loved. I never felt that I was a good daughter and yet I look back on it now five years later and I look back and I go, what, what did I ever do other than live my life? So we can walk away and still love someone but we just go, it's not, it's not working, this relationship. Uh, it's not it's not a positive thing for me to be around. There's no authenticity here. This is about hierarchy. This is about her wanting to control my life. She doesn't see me as a person. She sees me as a child, but I'm a grown woman now. I've raised children of my own. I've had my own pets and they didn't die. I've been able to be in, a, in, in the two marriages and 16 years in my first marriage and, and, and live life joyfully and peacefully. I've always operated from a place of love, regardless of what's happened, because stuff happens, life happens. But I've chosen to be a person that loves and accepts people but I can tell you now that that has not been the case for me I have not had that in my life I've had many people just disappear from my life and for lots of reasons you know we start new jobs and we <clears throat> meet great people and we connect so well and then our life takes us in a, a different direction and we lose contact all that but you know, there's been some disappointments where I've had to make a decision that it's this relationship is not going to become a deep connection. It's just a superficial friendship. It's not going to get deep because as soon as there's that power struggle come in or there's that sense of um, a little bit of uh, 
inauthenticity, it starts to become very uncomfortable to to be around each other. And when you can't talk about what the issue is, just say something's been said that the other person hasn't liked or whatever, if it's not discussed, you've got no opportunity to go deeper. We're not communicating with each other. We're just not telling each other how we feel. I struggle with this. Like I want to say, hey, what's going on? But quite often if I'm trying to ask the person, they'll go, oh, no, everything's fine. Everything's hunky-dory. Everything's good, good. We never really get to develop that deeper level of understanding for each other. I actually don't mind being told that I'm wrong. I don't mind somebody saying to me, you did this and I'm really disappointed with you. And I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Because then it gives me a chance to go, I, look, it's it's obviously hurt you and I'm really sorry. My intention wasn't to hurt you and this is why I said it or this is what, what happened. I don't go out of my way to hurt people. So I will always take responsibility if someone's been hurt by something I've said or done because my jokes sometimes are a little bit annoying. They're not, they can be a bit cheeky. I take responsibility for myself. But that point there is that we need to love people, but we don't need to be around them if they're not treating us the way we deserve to be treated. So remember this, you were created by love, to be love and to be loved. Created by love being God because we didn't just, you know, magically appear here. There's something way bigger than us who in play here, who's put us together so magnificently. I mean, the Bible even talks about how wonderfully made we are and that's true. Our mind, emotions, our differing personalities, everything that makes us different, but, but yet there's this same fundamental truth, this principle that we come from love. And so it makes sense that we as human beings are his vessels and we move through life loving others. But we can't do that if we don't love and accept how we were made. So I think there's been some misunderstandings in some of my, you know, podcasts or writings that, you know, does she believe in God? Does she still, is she still a Christian? But those things actually don't matter. It's the God, the creator, our God. And I, when I say our, I mean every single one of us. It's not, it's not different to, to any other religion. So I don't affiliate with being Christian because if I do, that means I separate myself from you 
who may not be a Christian. You might be a Buddhist or a Muslim or you might be Jewish or you might um, be Hindu. Everybody has this concept of who God is. And I want to cross those cultural uh, differences because they, it all doesn't matter. There are so many great spiritual teachers out there and we can learn from each other. But ultimately, the truth is within us, every single one of us. The concept of love, we, we know that we can do it because we do it with our own children. Many mothers do it with their own children. Some cannot love and that's because they didn't experience love themselves. We can understand that in psychology, that people who have never been loved, it's very, very hard. But I was also one of those people and I came through it. And I believe you, if that's your story, you can come through it as well. So that that is, that is the message, is that we were created, we have been created by love whatever that means to you, to be love and to, and to be loved. We seek to be loved. We want to be loved and accepted by others. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I hope I've explained it the best that I can. Please send me a PM on my Facebook page if you have any questions at all. Remember, I'm just a fellow traveller on this earth and I'm doing the best I can to make people's lives better in the way that I can, in a way that's true to myself. Have a great day. My book, Life Being In It, is now available on Amazon in ebook and print version. Also, if you're in Australia, you can contact me and I can send you a signed copy. Also, my website is www.lifebeinginit.com and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook is where I'm most active. Thank you for listening to my podcast today.